0: So for women specifically, there are five things that hold women back. So anger is one of them. Shame or the need for approval, just seeking approval is one of them. Fear or anxiety is one of them. Relationship issues is another. And then physical health, feeling like either they're not at their best physically or whether they're sick or whatever. So one of those five things is gonna be something that holds them back. Hey family, I'm Monique Scripp and you're doing life with Akeisha on Living Her Truth.
1: Hey family, welcome to another episode. I am so excited that you are here. I do not take it lightly that you decided to hit that play button and spend about an hour of your time with me. So with that being said, I want you to know that I'm 100% invested in your self-awareness journey. So you better believe that every week I'm bringing my A-game for providing you the tools necessary to live a more fulfilled, purpose-driven life. So today I'm uber excited for you to eavesdrop on my conversation. Now, for the record, I'm always excited for you to eavesdrop on my conversations. But today's a little different because we're learning something new. We're learning a new technique to help us to recognize and embrace our purpose. Now, I know some of you may get into doing personality tests, you know, so you can really understand your personality. Well, today I'm deep diving in how an Enneagram will help you to recognize your potential and opportunities for growth. I'm sitting down with my sister friend, Monique Scripp, who will help you to really understand the ins and outs of the Enneagram so you can know how to create the best plan for reaching your goals. So how does that sound to you? Are you down for that? Okay, cool. Now, let me introduce Monique before you start eavesdropping on our conversation. Monique Scripp is a wife, mom of three boys, and certified leadership coach who is passionate about helping women get unstuck and live out their God-given potential. She helps people uncover their personal roadblocks using a specific tool called the Enneagram. She is also the creator of the Fierce Identity podcast. And for a consultation, you can check out Monique at MoniqueScript.com. So you guys, are you ready for my conversation with Monique Script? Keep listening. Hey Monique girl, thank you so much for saying yes to having this conversation with me today. Hey, LaKeisha, thank you for having me on. Really excited about this conversation because our conversation is going to be a little different. A little different. We're going to approach self-awareness and relationships, you know, in a different way. And I'm super excited to have you on the podcast to to have this conversation. But before we get into it, I like to start off every conversation with just talking about how I come to know the person that I'm talking with. Yes, and this um, episode is no different. So you guys, Monique and I are a part of an online accountability group, if you will, and so we're in the group. And you reached out to me, right? You reach out first. I think you reached out. First. I did. Yeah, reached out first, and um, we had the chance to chat and have a conversation. Found out Monique was really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, really thank cool you. People in a Facebook group, y'all. Don't be shying away from the Facebook groups. And uh, she told me a little bit about what she does. And I think it's very interesting and amazing. And while we were talking, I was just like, man, I should have her on the podcast because I think it'll be a great way to talk about how we can dig deep just a little bit, become more self-aware through what it is that she does. And so I'm super excited to have the conversation. So thank you once again for saying yes. Well, thank you yeah so let's start off by saying t- let's start off with you telling us what is an enneagram and how did you even like discover enneagrams and become an expert in that field yeah yes pronouncing, right enneagram right you are enneagram okay. yes you're pronouncing okay. it correctly so let me
0: first say that i equally think that you're amazing. And one of the things that I was really drawn to is I feel like you and I really share a common goal of helping people live out their purpose Mm -hmm. and helping them become the best version of themselves. And so I think that's one thing that you know, I really love about the work that you're doing. And so the Enneagram is a personality tool. It's the most comprehensive of all personality systems. And so it helps people not only know about who they are, but it also tells you the why behind the things that we do. So there are a lot of personality systems out there that are great. There are Myers-Briggs, Disc Profile, Finders. There are a lot of great tools out there. A lot of times those tools will tell you the what of what you are, like you're introverted, you're extroverted, you know, different things about what you are, but sometimes they don't help you know the reason behind it. And that's what the Enneagram does, is it helps you know, okay, you make these kinds of decisions because of this, this core fear that you have, or this drive that you have, and the why behind the things that we do. So I came across the Enneagram, Um, not too terribly long ago and I was coaching people already. And so when I found the Enneagram, my husband and I had gone to a marriage retreat and I read a lot and do a lot of self-awareness things, but this was one of the the best tools that I had come across because I, it was so insightful specifically with communication and understanding, like understanding him Mm -hmm. and the different dynamics between communicating and the way that you relate with your spouse. And so I went and got certified in the Enneagram to be able to teach that to the women that I was coaching. And so it is based on nine different personality types. So there's nine different types that people are. Mm -hmm. And when you find out which type you are, it helps you to understand, okay, what's a little bit about my personality, my strengths and my weaknesses, the core motivations behind my behaviors. Like why do I do the things that I do? Um, how you respond under stress. So each number, it tells you exactly how that number may respond when it's stressed, how you respond when you're healthy and growing. So you can kind of see times that you may be more stressed, times that you may be a little healthier. It helps you to know your communication style, like how you typically communicate. So some of us communicate Through our gut instincts. Some of us communicate through our feelings and then others communicate through their thinking or through logic. So it just helps you kind of have a roadmap and perspective that's a lot more in depth. And with that, you can know your purpose. Like you can know, okay, what are the strengths that I have? And so like for me specifically, you know, I'm someone that I've been coaching people And it just affirms like, yes, this is what I need to be doing because that's one of the areas that I'm strong in is encouraging and, and pushing and motivating people
1: to become the best version of themselves. Mm -hmm. I love that. Is it possible, um, for us to make decisions based on logic feelings? And what was the third one that you, that you brought up to? Um, your instincts. Instincts. Because I feel like I'm a mix, a hodgepodge of, of those three. Is that possible? You're going to have one typically that is dominant. So
0: everybody has all three of those. So all of us have feelings, all of us have our logic, and all of us have our instincts. So you have all three of those, but you're going to have one that is more dominant. And I'm just going to throw this out there because I know that you're, I've seen your test results. Yeah. So I'm just going to throw this out there. Is that looking at your test results, you are probably going to be in the logic center. (laughs) Am I right? Yeah. So, also say
1: logic is my, is my dominant. Yeah. Yes. So
0: logic <laughs> would probably be your dominant one where you're going to need information. So like in order to make a decision, you're going to say, okay, I need to know all of the information. I need the research. I need the data. You typically don't get caught up in the emotion of it when you're making a decision. Would you say that most of the time that's
1: accurate? Yes, most of the time that is accurate. You know, that was another. I think probably one of the reasons why law school was such a struggle for me because I'm a black and white type of person, whereas law school is all about that gray area. It's all about mm-hmm. that that maybe and that reasonable doubt. And I'm just yes. like, no, it's either it is. It's
0: not, but see, you know, something like that that's a perfect example. Is like, if you know that about yourself, Mm -hmm. it can help you know, okay, is this the right career for me, or am I doing the thing that I'm supposed to be doing? Because it helps you know the way that you're wired. And then in relationships, like if you're in one, they're called triads the triads of communication. If you're in one triad and your spouse is in another one, like if you're thinking all the time with logic and research, and then your spouse is based on feelings, they communicate based on feelings then that can help you understand that if there's a conflict there, you can stop and say, okay, let me think for a second. That person's processing this through their feelings. Let me try to understand the perspective that they're coming from. And it helps you have compassion for other people who are wired differently
1: than you are. You know what? I, I agree with that. And it's funny that you use marriage as, as an example because hubby and I, you know, probably still have communication issues, but we're working on it. You know, and I realized that because I'm a logical person, like my husband is all about emotion. He's probably an emotional person. That's probably his dominant trait. So I'm learning that when I come to him as, you know, hey, we gotta do X, Y, and Z, and one, two, three, and giving him all these numbers. It's, it's making him overwhelmed. But when I come to him and I'm like, you know what, babe, you know, when you don't do this, this is how it makes me feel. I feel mm-hmm. like Z, Z. now I have his attention. He's just mm-hmm. like, okay, okay, okay yep. babe, I'm gonna do whatever I need to do to, you know, like switch things up. And that's how I get the response that I need to get from him.
0: Yes. Yeah. So he may be in the feeling center. And that's the purpose of all of this is it helps you know, okay, how is another person wired? Like in relationships, Mm -hmm. how is another person communicating? And how can I step into their communication center so that you can be more effective when you're talking with them?
1: Hey, family. So real quick, I wanted to pop in and share some exciting news with you. The Living Up Truth podcast has received its first donation and we are so excited and overjoyed about it family you guys have been showing up showing out and just pouring in the support and we are so overwhelmed so blessed and so appreciative of you and i needed to take a moment to say thank you just in case you had no idea that you can support the live not true podcast through a monetary donation I want to let you know, yes, you can. All you have to do is go to the show notes of any episode and click on the donate button to give your monetary donation. Whatever God places on your heart to give is exactly what we will receive. And we just thank you for your kindness. Now, back to the conversation. Yeah, I love that. So how can we use the Instagram to go deep to dig deep because that's something a lot of people are not willing to do they're scared of doing that you know because even as a self-awareness coach I encourage people to go deep and that's a fine line because I'm not a therapist Because depending on how deep you go that may be above you know above what it is that I do as as a coach but a lot of people don't want to go deep so how does the Enneagram help us to to go deep when we really don't want to and why is that important That is such a great question. So the good thing
0: is the description of when someone lands on what their Enneagram number is. So remember there's one through nine. So you're either gonna be one, either type one through type nine. Whenever they land on their number, they get a very detailed description of that personality. And so in that description, It's going to have the positive traits, the negative traits of that personality. So Mm -hmm. a lot of times when people are trying to figure out what number they are, if they read the description and they cringe, they're like, oh man, like that is exposing, you know, just like really realizing the truth behind it sometimes that's when they know they get their correct number is when it's painful because we don't want to address some of those deeper things and the areas that we need to work on. But what I share with people is those are what's called blind spots. Like if you, you know how you can kind of think, think about a group of friends and mm-hmm. if you have a group of friends and you have that one person that everybody may, you know, recognize a trait in that person, but they have no clue you know, that they have that trait, it might be a negative characteristic, that might be their blind spot. They have no clue that other people are thinking something of of them. So say it's somebody who might be um, a little too aggressive or abrasive or something like that, but they have no idea that that's how other people are experiencing them. Well, Mm -hmm. if you can kind of read up on your blind spots, like each number, and I have an ebook on my website, so it's Mm -hmm. moniquescript.com, they can go on, and um, download the ebook. And it goes through each number and their blind spot. And for each blind spot, it shows you, hey, here are the things that other people may recognize in you that that if they don't have that self-awareness, some people do have self-awareness. A lot of us do have self-awareness. Some of us do not. And so being able to recognize that, it helps people become more efficient in whatever role they're in, whether it's as a mom or as a wife or an employee or an employer, whatever role you're in, it helps you be more effective because if you can be aware of your blind spots and do something about them, then you can make an, you know make a difference with that
1: yeah, girl just you you can maybe um, stir up some ooh, some family issues because. <laughs> because we already established that I'm a super, you know, logical person, right? So with that being said, I also do think things through, right? Um, sometimes I can be over analytical, not to a point where it paralyzes me, but I really can be over analytical because I like to think things through before I actually making a an mm-hmm. decision. Mm-hmm. And I've had, you know, a family member throw that at me as if it was a bad thing and as if I, I did it did something intentionally to like hurt her and it's just like because she's like you know mm. i know you, you know you always think things through so i know you knew that there was gonna and it was just like yeah i did yeah. but that's not necessarily a bad thing because right. at the end of the day i still have to make a decision so yes you know so you so so it's like yeah yes i don't and know all- I considered a, a blind spot
0: I don't think that's a blind spot. I think that's just the way that you process. Like that's going to be the way that you make decisions is through thinking, through thinking, through logic, through research data. Like that's going to be how you make, you're in that center where that's the way that you're going to make a decision. So that's not a blind spot. That just shows the way that you communicate and process information. Mm -hmm. And you know, you have to think about it is it's all very... All of this is so that we can all be balanced. Like, if you're thinking of the triad, so I explained, it's three different centers of communication. So, if we have some of us who are logical, some of us who are instinctual, and then some of us who are feelings based. So, I'm over here in the feelings base. My husband is in the um, instinctive center. And so, there have been a lot of times where we've got, gone to make decisions on things, and I say, "Well, I feel this," and he may have an instinctive, you know, gut insight into, "Well, I." Th- You know i think this might be the best thing and there have been several times where i may have made a a wrong decision if we had gone based on just feelings you know Mm -hmm. and so i'm saying that because if you have a family member that may be in a different center that you are Mm -hmm. is one is not better than the other we all just bring something different to the table you know if you Mm -hmm. have i work with a lot of companies if you have people that own an organization you have one person that is a thinker and one person that's a feeler and they're going to make a decision together, you know, the feeler might be considering all of the other employees involved, you know, Oh, how is this going to impact that person or this person? Or, you know, they're making decisions based on feelings, And then the thinker says, okay, but let's look at these numbers, you know? And so you're making a decision where you're bringing in more than just your perspective, the way that you are wired.
1: Yeah. So with that being said, when it comes to relationships, whether it's, you know, personal relationships or even um, relationships that we create like in our businesses or in our careers, right? Because I'm all about talking about building a support team. Mm-hmm. And um, I had an episode talking about building a support team. And we talked about um, having more than like one or two people in a support team. Like a support team, we tend to think of our husbands or our significant others and the best friend. But it can be more than that. So do you think it's, a, it's a, a good practice to have somebody on your support team or even on your staff or your team at work or in your business, that's one person from each triad or a couple of people from each triad, you know, to balance out the relationship or the outcome that that particular relationship or team is working on? Does that make sense? Isn't yes. It, it's it good to have somebody?
0: Yes. yes. Absolutely, because we all bring a different perspective. So if you think about all nine personality types are nine different perspectives. And the analogy that I like to give people is it's like we all have a pair of sunglasses that are tinted different color. So if mine are tinted red, everything that I'm seeing out in the world has a red tint to it. If you're wearing a pair that are blue and somebody else has a pair that are yellow, everything that lens that we're looking out of is different and so if we have different perspectives then they're going to all be able to bring something to the table where they say hey we'll think about it from this way someone else says think about it from that way and we have all of these different perspectives and different personalities you know there's one personality for example that's like the bulldozer they're like they do whatever it takes to get it done and then you have the other person that's the eight and you have the two, which is very relationship oriented and they care about other people and they're always considering other people. Well, if you have those, those numbers in your support system, then you may have that friend that says, hey, you've got to go after this goal and you need to hustle and get things done. And then you have this other friend that's relationship oriented and checking on you and dropping off flowers and cards and you know, calling you. And you, know, you have the different dynamics of people who are on your support team, but they bring a different perspective.
1: Mm-hmm. I know companies love it when you come up in there because when you break it down like that it makes so much sense like you can literally resolve conflict that way yes just by understanding people's personalities and how to communicate yes you know with with another person so that's pretty good that's pretty good that's interesting I know people I know companies love it when you come when you come up in the in the business so so when the results, say we take the underground, right? And the results expose some things about ourselves that we didn't really want to acknowledge, right? How can we take what we found, right, to pursue our purpose? Because, mm-hmm. you know, when we do dig deep, we're gonna uncover some things that we was possibly hiding and didn't want to face mm-hmm. or whatever. You know, so mm-hmm. how do we, how do we still move forward? Mm-hmm. purpose? Like how do you help your clients to do that? Yeah, that's a great question. So let me first
0: say that with the Enneagram test, there's no test that's a hundred percent accurate. So you can go on my website, moniquescript.com. You can take a free test on there. And then if someone messages me um, or requests a consultation, I can talk through it with them, but it's better to have a consultation with someone to have them go through your results with you to make sure you're getting the right number. Because if you just take a test and go with your top score, it might not be accurate. So with that, um, when you do uncover your number and you uncover what your roadblocks are, um, there are five, so for women specifically, there are five things that hold women back. So anger is one of them. Shame or the need for approval, just seeking approval is one of them. Fear or anxiety is one of them. Relationship issues, is another, and then physical health, feeling like either they're not at their best physically or whether they're sick or whatever. So one of those five things is gonna be something that holds them back. So I go through their personality with them and then we talk through, okay, it could be more, you could have two or three of the five things that are holding you back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm gonna use you again, if that would yeah, be okay. Yeah, You'll, <laughs> <see>. you'll <laughs> be my guinea pig today. Okay, so just based on your results, um, What could be holding you back possibly Mm -hmm. could be um, fear or worst case scenario thinking of, um, okay, well, when I know that if you feel called to do something, so if you feel like say this podcast Mm -hmm. that you, you know, when you initially thought, Hey, this is something I want to do because I want to help people. I want to get the word out there. I want to reach out to people. Um, Did you have anything come up in you that was keeping you from getting started? Like, did you think about, well, what if this happens or what if that happens? Or um, did you freeze or pause not doing it out of fear at all? Did that come up for you?
1: Um, Now that I think about it, yeah, I guess it could be considered fear because initially, My podcast was a Facebook show and I do it live on Monday evenings and people absolutely love that. So there was a a fear of losing my audience a little bit because I'm like, if I do it on a podcast then I'm not going to be going live on Facebook anymore. So all of the lawyer people that always showed up every Monday night, it's like, are they gonna continue to show up, even though the mm. podcast is something that people were asking for? Mm-hmm. But it's like you know, sometimes people ask yourself, and it's like, do you really? Is that what you really want? Mm-hmm. Because it's a, it's a lot to do to do a live and to do a podcast when you want one to show. So right, well, yeah. So I did, you know, pause. I mean, I still yep. did the Facebook show, but yeah, there was a little bit of a pause there when it came to to yeah. doing the podcast. Yeah.
0: And so it's kind of like, you know, if you think about if someone wants to jump into a pool, a swimming pool, and they're standing on the edge and they're, instead of jumping in, they just stand there and think about all the things that could go wrong or why they don't want to jump into the pool. It's like they freeze and don't step into that. So if you think about, you know, if someone knows I have a purpose, I am called to do something. I know that I need to step into this next thing. I know that I need to do something more than what I'm doing. Um, something's going to hold them back. One of those five things will hold them back. So whether it's that anger, they struggle with anger and they can't get over it. Whether it's the fear that we're talking about, whether it's that need for approval, they're standing at the edge of the pool and they're looking around thinking, okay, well, what will people think about me? Like that need for approval, um, or shame feeling like I'm not good enough to do this. I'm not worthy. So unworthiness is associated with that shame. Um, And then physical health, if they feel like I'm not in the best shape, I feel like I need to get to a healthier place before I step out and do, do that thing. And so what I want to tell women is just like, throw all those things out and jump into the pool, like live in your purpose and go out and do what it is that you're called to do and stop letting it, letting those roadblocks hold you back. But it's not that easy. You know, it's not like you can just push somebody, you know, you... Yeah. People have to work through it. They have to, sometimes you have to create new habits. That's one of the things I work with people on is your daily habits. If you feel like, Hey, I'm, I struggle with anger. Okay. Let's create new habits where you shift how you respond or, um, just different things where they create habits to kind of overcome their roadblocks. So if anxiety or fear comes up, we talk a lot about their thought life. And how to shift their thought life. That's something um, if your listeners are interested. So, I have a podcast called the Fierce Identity Podcast. Do oh, you know? I didn't know that, friend. Girl, you need to come online. I was gonna ask you that next if you would okay. come on my
1: show. Yes, The Fierce Identity. Okay.
0: Yeah. So, they are just bite sized, 10 minute episodes where we address one of the five roadblocks in each episode. Um, but I just got done recording. Um, You know, just how fear and anxiety are so much in our head. It's so much about our thought life. And if we Mm -hmm. can take that, you know, take captive every thought, Mm -hmm. then we can shift that and be able to have that confidence to step into our purpose.
1: Mm -hmm. Is it possible? Because you made me think of something, because you used me as an example, you talked about my podcast. But is it possible to categorize what it is you're feeling incorrectly? And the reason why I say that, because, you know, purpose, in my opinion, is an evolution. So I started off, I'm starting off as a coach, right? This is what I do. But I want to evolve into corporate. Like, I want to go into corporations and help them with creating self-awareness into their culture. Because there's so many people who work in these careers who are unhappy it is not mm-hmm. necessarily because they just hate what they do it's the culture and mm. the companies are not cultivating their employees you know mm-hmm. uh, enough right so I want to go into corporations and help them to use self-awareness in order to do that but it's like I don't know if it's fear that's stopping me or if it's approval because as a as a mm. self-awareness coach coaching women on one-on-one I got that all day long. But when it's going into corporations, mm-hmm. that's where I don't know, I'm battling a little bit of fear mm-hmm. and I'm battling mm-hmm. a little bit of a yep. then, Am I even qualified to even go into a corporation? Does that mean yes. well, first
0: of all, I just want to commend you for your
1: transparency because even to like for you to even recognize
0: both of those feelings is huge to have that self-awareness to see that. But yes, so I was saying you can have more than one of the five. So you can definitely have the fear and you can definitely have that shame or the need for approval. And so the root of that need for approval is shame, like feeling like I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. Um, And that can be connected to the fear is like, I am afraid, I am fearful that I'm not good enough. I'm fearful of rejection. I'm fearful that I'm not what they are expecting. Like that can be. Um, what it is that could be holding you back. And so, if I were working with you one on one, I would say, okay, why? Like, why? What are you afraid of? What lie have you believed that has kept you from
1: stepping into that? I'm sorry, you guys who who, who don't see us, you listen to the podcast and you're not watching. I'm sitting there <laughs> thinking because I'm thinking about this question because that's a really good question. It's like, what lie? Have I told myself that's stopping mm-hmm. me from really like deep diving into corporate like that? Maybe, maybe because I don't know if it's a if it's a particular lie that I've told myself or that I heard, but I know I battle a lot with whether or not corporations would get it. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, if they mm-hmm. get um, the importance or the value in helping their employees on a deeper level and how Mm -hmm. that will help their business overall. Because I don't know, again, logic, yes. But when it comes to numbers, I feel like corporations, they want me to have like a lot of numbers, right? A lot of stats and stuff like that. And it's just like... But that's because
0: you process based on numbers and stats. So you think everybody else is going to ask for that.
1: ah.
0: And that they may not necessarily do that. Nice. But, you know, I'll tell you, Lakeisha, like I am, um, I'm a person of faith and I very much, um, you know, when I'm talking to people, mm-hmm. the way that just being transparent of who I am, the way that they combat some of these thoughts is to match them with the truth of, okay, who does God say you are? Like, what is the truth of who you are? Because you are a believing a lie That is telling you you're unworthy, you're this, you're that, or whatever. But if you look at God's worth, He said, I've created you with purpose and with value. I have a good plan for you. Like you look at the truths of that and you stick with those truths. Even if you have to say it, it's like fake it till you make it. Even if you have to say it and you don't initially believe it at the beginning, but if you just keep saying those truths, you will eventually live out those truths and say, Okay, I am created for a purpose. Nothing is gonna stop me. If you told yourself, I am the best thing that they do not know about, you will kick down doors to get in there and help people know that you have something that they're offering you. And if they reject you, that's on them because you have something great that you're offering.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I'm going to, but I'm definitely going to meditate and journal on that. I have a voice journal because I'd rather talk as opposed to write down because you know, I think faster than I can, than I can write, but I'm, um, I'm really going to give that question some thought, um, because I really want to, uh, pivot into corporate, not to say that I'm giving up my coaching business because I'm not, but going into cor- corporate, I just think that it'll be, that's a great way to reach more people. And mm-hmm. I'm really going to sit down and think about that question. And yeah. 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 Recognize. So keep me accountable. if you don't. Yes. Ask. Yes. Keep me accountable. So, in your professional opinion, I think you may have touched on this a little bit already. Do you think that the enneagram can help with identifying, you know, growth opportunities in like other areas? Because I know we talked about relationships and business or career, but what mm-hmm. about spirituality, health mm-hmm. and health and wellness and fitness, or even like our environments? Because you guys, right now, as we are recording and having this conversation, we're in the middle of the coronavirus pandemic right and so we're on a stay-at-home order. um i know we are here in houston texas um until the end of the month at least but do you think taking this test would help us to see the growth opportunities because like right now they're saying that the, the domestic violence rate has gone up a lot mm. you know because we have mm-hmm. to people have to stay in the house and i'm just been wondering like well how did it get to and I don't want to offend nobody by saying this, but it's just like, how do we get to that point where you're stuck in the house in this situation to the point where you can't get out? And so now the domestic violence is on the rise. So do you think taking this test would help us to see growth opportunities in other areas of our life as well? Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. And I'll just speak from my personal experience is when I uncovered the, the Enneagram, like when I discovered the Enneagram. hmm I became so passionate about it because it was huge for our marriage, but it was also huge for me because I identified and I saw my flaws in so many different ways, like so many different areas, how things would come up. Um, So I'll just give you an example. Okay. So mine is, um, I'm a three, which is the successful achiever. And so it's very much driven on accomplishing, achieving, um, sometimes can be a workaholic, like very, um, very work motivated. And also image driven in the sense that I want to keep it all together. I want to have everything, you know, be fine, whatever. And so um, there was a day where, so I work from home, but I also work in corporations, do corporate training. So there was a day where I had... Um, I'd hired a new sitter. She had never babysat for us before. And I was leaving for the day to go do a training and mm-hmm. she was going to be um, staying you know, with the kids that day. And so it was, I think I was going to leave at like seven o'clock in the morning and gone for the day. So the night before my kids were watching television in our play area, den room, And I went on to bed and I said, okay, you guys turn off the TV and clean up the room before you go to bed. And they're old enough that they can go to bed on their own.
1: Okay.
0: And so I went to bed that night, the next morning I got up and the house was just like a disaster. (laughs) Like stuff was everywhere. It was like, I hadn't even, hadn't even said anything, you know? And so I did not leave any margin in my time. Like I had just gotten up, got dressed and was about to walk out the door when I saw this mess. And so they were all still asleep and I woke them up and I was like, look at what, you know, look at this mess you guys left. What are you thinking? I'm having the sitter come over, you know, whatever. And so, um, I immediately, you know, of course, so they get up and they start picking it up and I immediately felt guilty. Like I should not have woken them up to come clean the room. Like, and so I did my own digging. Okay. And I asked myself, like, I remember driving to where I was going and I asked myself, Monique, why was that a trigger for you? Like, why did you get upset about that? Mm -hmm. And the truth was it wasn't because they disobeyed me. It wasn't because I really cared that there was, there were toys and stuff out. It was because of the image of I'm having this new person come to our house to watch the kids she's going to think, I don't have it together because our house is a mess. There's stuff everywhere. What does this say about me if I don't have it together? So then I'm, you know, I felt that way. So I projected that onto my kids. So I'm using that as an example, because if you know yourself, like if I know I'm wired to care, like I do care if someone comes over and my house is a mess, I do care. And so, but through the work of the Enneagram, you start to care less um and so it helps you to uncover what's really going on in you so i think to answer your question is you know there are different each personality has different things that they are more prone to struggle with but if you can be truly honest with yourself and say when you have a moment where you react negatively or maybe you speak to someone disrespectfully or you have conflict with somebody else like when anytime something comes up that's negative it's an opportunity for self-reflection and growth to ask yourself okay what went wrong and how could i have handled that better so for me it was me realizing it doesn't matter what other people think like if i had just let that go if i told myself oh they didn't clean up oh well like that would have totally changed the dynamic of how they started their day um so just you knowing your own triggers and the why behind what you do
1: wow i know so many moms are going to be able to relate to that 100 and when you was uh saying that because i don't have children yet but when you was um giving that example <laughs> i thought about people because i've talked to people who have maids and they will clean up before the maid get there and i'm like well, what's the purpose of What's the purpose of cleaning talking before the maid gets there because it's the maid's job and it's because they don't want the, they don't want the maid to think that they're that they're a nasty person and it's just like hey
0: I understand
1: <laughs> <laughs> I may or may not be one of those people <laughs> I love it I love it <laughs> uh, but yeah but i I never even understood that I never even understood that because I'm like if anything, but I'm see you're you're in a, a different class.
0: You're in a triad, so your triad doesn't care as much about what people think. So the twos, the threes, and the fours, all three of those numbers, they care. They care what people think about them. They care about their image. They typically care what they wear. Like all of those things are going to be important to them. The five, sixes, and sevens are not as much. It doesn't mean that they don't at all. It's just not as um dominant for them.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because that's definitely me. So I want you to take a moment to. Uh Talk to the people who don't want to go deep, right? But they need to, and maybe kind of afraid of taking this enneagram because of what it can possibly uncover. Mm-hmm. Talk to them for a, for a moment and um, tell them how this, you know, it's safe and it's okay to go deep and why it's okay and to go deep by using the enneagram test. Because I think this is a really good tool. Like I do. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. start incorporating it into my coaching and have yeah. people to you. Cause this is a really good self-awareness. Yeah. Program.
0: yeah, I would, I would ask them why, like why is it that they don't want to go deep? Because, you know, we have this one life that we live and why would you not want to be the best version of yourself? You know, it's kind of like if you choose to do something halfway or mm-hmm you know, to have an okay relationship when you can have a great one, Um, you know, or to communicate with your kids, you know, to have an okay relationship with your kids when you can have a great one. Like if you are, um, you know, if you're someone that you don't want to dig deeper, it could be because it may uncover some painful things. You know, a lot of people, especially as I work with people one-on-one, I just really realize I'm not a therapist, but I realize how much trauma um, people have experienced. There is so much trauma that people bring that we have no idea. And so mm-hmm. I have a lot of compassion for people because sometimes if they put those walls up, it's because they're like, "I can't even handle anything more. Mm-hmm. But I encourage you to to let those walls down for your own sake, to be able to be the best version of yourself, to be the healthiest version of yourself. Because, you know, when you rip the bandaid off, sometimes it hurts. Well, it always hurts. <laughs> it always hurts. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it can be worse before it gets better, but getting to the better is so worth it.
1: Mm -hmm. I I agree the journey is not it's not easy you know it's probably going to get worse before it gets better but I agree with you Roni the end result is so worth it it's so worth it because even for me to get to this place of of healing man it took uh years of crying and just years of self-doubt You know, years of just doing the work. But I'm so glad that I stuck to it and was consistent because where I am right now, like I wouldn't even trade for a world. It's so, Mm -hmm. so, so worth it. So I agree. That is such,
0: yeah, that is such a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. This was amazing, friend. I love this conversation. This was amazing. (laughs) Well, good. I really appreciate you having me on. I hope it was
0: insightful for those who are listening.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it was very, very, very insightful. So before, before we end the conversation, I want you to, I want to ask you two more questions. Give us a audible book or, or a hardcover book, but I'm addicted to audible. So I love audible books. But Give us a a book or audible recommendation, um, that you even read or listened to that has impacted your life in a positive way.
0: Ooh, that has impacted my life. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I read a lot and I'm trying to think if I can think of one. Okay. So I would say the power of
1: habit Mm.
0: and somebody
1: else recommended that book. I think,
0: yeah. So, you know, I'm really big on your daily habits because your daily habits make you who you are. And so it talks about the book talks about the way that our brains are wired And the more we can create good routines into becoming habits, the more it will change our entire life. So I would say that that's, that would be great because especially the five roadblocks that I talked about, if you create habits that will help you in each of those, it can just be one little daily thing and it can make a difference in your life. So that was one. Um, The second one I would say, I've already shared this, but the ebook that's on my website, it's called Become Your Best and it goes through each of the Enneagram numbers and the roadblock and what to do about it for each of those. Um, And then if people are looking for something to listen to, my podcast called Fierce Identity Podcast, and that's on Apple, Spotify. uh, They can find it anywhere where they have podcasts.
1: Awesome. Thank you. So you guys, I'll put the link to the ebook and the podcast in the show notes and then the book recommendation, just click on audible recommendation and show notes and the book will be there too. So you can get your copies. So you guys, I'm definitely going to check out uh, Monique's podcast. So you do, so you do the same, you do the same as well. So Monique, one last question. So when describing the meaning of living your truth, what is your third word when you hear these two words put together? Okay. So those two words are self-awareness, purpose, and what's your third word? Legacy. Ooh, nobody has said legacy. I like that. I like that. Because the whole purpose of of self-awareness and purpose is to ultimately live a legacy. At least I hope that's the ultimate goal for most people.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, my, in my podcast, one of the things I talk about is making a kingdom impact and it not just being about us and what's going on here, but something bigger and something more. And I think, you know, in our day-to-day life, we forget about, it's not just about us and the temporary, but there's something more to
1: that. So definitely leaving a legacy. Yeah. And we in agreement on that, sis. We're definitely in agreement on that. Monique, this has been awesome. Thank you so much for being open to having this conversation. You know, and and challenging us to think differently and use a different tool to really get to the root of who we are. Because I'm a huge advocate for for therapy, but I don't know if you're just not in a place where you want to go to therapy yet. Maybe you can do the enneagram.
0: Yeah, and I do one-on-one coaching. And so if someone wants to reach out to me on my website, they can do
1: a consultation. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. So I want you to tell me in the comments below, what did you think about our conversation about using a personality test for understanding how to pursue the life that you want? It was a real eye opener, wasn't it? Like I know it was a definitely an eye opener for me. So I really hope that you feel more comfortable and gained a better understanding of coaching in general, because everything we talked about, you know, points back to self-awareness. And the Enneagram is literally another tool to use to understand, you know, our behaviors and know how to react differently to get a different result. We can all, you know, agree that getting to know your personality is key for tapping into your potential. It just takes some inner work and it's nothing that we should be afraid of. So if you're open and you're ready to take that next step, then connect with me by visiting LakeishaWooder.com forward slash coaching. All right. Now, before I wrap up this episode, can we take a moment to acknowledge that we only have (laughs) one day left in June? Like where the heck did these last six months go like time is flying and it's not waiting for nobody okay so much has happened just within the last what month or so right and despite everything that's going on you know in the world today despite everything that's even going on in your home what's going on in my home i want to take the month of july to dedicate you know, to my podcast listeners. So next month, I'm having transparent conversations with my supporters of the Living Her Truth podcast, i.e. family members, because we are all family up in here, okay? And we're just gonna catch up on life, love, and relationships. So you don't want to miss an episode next month because there are gonna be some really great conversations and I'm doing something a little different. So you have to come back and tune in through the whole month of July to find out what it is that I'm doing differently. Family, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast every week. Again, if you need support on your self-awareness journey, go to LakeishaWooder.com forward slash coaching for more information so we can connect. Also note that all Audible recommendations are linked in the show notes and you can try Audible for free. So make sure to click the link that's in the show notes. Please remember to leave a five star rating, a comment and share with everyone you know across all your social media platforms. Because as you know, I set a lofty goal to touch one million hearts within the next two years and I can only do it with your help. So please, 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 please remember to download each episode, share, and talk about living her truth with everyone you know, family. I so appreciate you. My heart is filled with so much gratitude. And until next time, always remember that you are enough and your truth is beautiful.